Hey there, everyone. It's Denise Salcedo. Welcome back to the channel. I am kicking things off in a big way this week. That is right, because joining me here today is Mia Yam. What's up, Mia? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so good. I'm so happy to be chatting with you here today. I love your setup, by the way. I love the headphones, <laughs> the little uh, beanie. It's so adorable. Thank you. It's all about the aesthetic, you know? Yes, I get the aesthetic. You have like very like a fun vibe. Like I just want to like find out like what house is back there and you know, all of that good stuff. So how are you, Mia? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Ready to get the week going. So let's yep. kind of go ahead and like jump right in. So you're back with Impact Wrestling, which is exciting. Uh, I got to start off by asking you how it feels to be back with Impact. It's an amazing, incredible feeling, like just to know that I know a majority of these people the last time I was there to meeting new people that I felt like I've known them forever. So it's a really cool feeling to walk through those doors and to be welcomed by old, new, everybody and not even just talent like production and um, the office. Like I've never worked with Scott before, but man, is he cool. He's just cool to just like sit back and just talk with so it's nice it's it's a really nice feeling and that's one of the things too that you mentioned you know not we're having not having worked with scott to in the past you know the producers the talent etc there have been a lot of changes to impact wrestling since the last time that you were there so let's kind of jump into that you know based on your experiences so far what would you say has been like some of the biggest changes whether you noticed it in the programming whether you noticed it in the you know behind the scenes stuff whether it'd be working with producers or you know scott demore himself what has been like the big thing where you're like oh my god like this is officially different freedom like i mean not that not that we weren't free before but the minute i signed my contract i got a text like hey what do you want to do for your character what do you want to do for your tron and it was like what? you're like i get to decide <laughs> yeah it was like oh i mean these are just suggestions we don't have to go for it but i've been sitting on these ideas for like the past two years so i just toss it to them and they're like okay great We'll, we'll, we'll set everything up. And it was like, this is so cool. <laughs> how did so, you feel about that? Like, how did that make you feel to be like having your voice heard and your opinion and you yourself, you know, better of what you can do and what you would like to do. So to be able to go out there and say, Hey, this is what I want to do. Uh, how did that feel for you? It's a, di it was different. Like I'm not like you're used to pitching ideas, but then nothing ever happens. Right. So this was an idea that I pitched but nothing ever happened. So in my mind, I was like, the fact that they straight up asked me what I wanted to do says a lot. Um, and then the fact that they actually went about and did it, it was like, I want to retire at impact. Like this is where I want to stay forever at this point. So it's, um, it was definitely a different feeling, but such a, like, I felt like I was being heard and listened to, and they really, took my ideas and like even little tweaks they asked hey how do you feel about this and it was like you're really asking me so it, it's nice to feel like I'm respected as a human you know <laughs> that's definitely nice definitely nice and I do kind of want to rewind just a little bit to that moment before you go and say hey I'm going back with impact wrestling uh what was that moment like for you before you signed with impact wrestling did you have any other uh prospects any other direction that you were going to go in perhaps maybe um uh, did it ever cross your mind to go and do something outside of wrestling what was those moments before uh returning to impact wrestling what was going on with your mind etc 
Oh my goodness. Um, a lot was going on in my mind. It's hard to just pinpoint like one or two specific things, but it was like, right. Me and me and Keith got released at, you know, the same day. So, um, it was a lot of just trying to figure out, like, I've done everything I wanted to in my career. Like everything I, I set a goal for myself, I've done it all. So do I even want to wrestle anymore just with the toxicity of social media and with what I did the last time? Like I, I, I was a joke. I was a joke. So it was like, do I even, do I even bother? Um, so Keith immediately, we got, we got married. Um, we moved like two weeks after, uh, bought a house. So it, like a lot of real, real life stuff was happening. So it was like Keith literally right after the wedding, he went to work. So I'm like, all right, let me take a couple months to kind of just like hold down the fort and get together everything with real life first. Um, so he doesn't have to worry about anything and everything will be taken care of at home. Um, so I took a couple months off to also, you know, do things in my real life, but also, also to figure out if this is what I wanted to continue to do. Um, it was a lot, it was a lot. And it wasn't until like, I've been, I'm, I'm close friends with Gail and I've been talking to her ever since I left impact the first time. Um, so we've been talking and, um, I was, I originally didn't want to sign anywhere. I didn't want to do TV. I just didn't want to, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but Gail was, <laughs> putting over the company, putting over the talent, even Scott, like putting over everything. And it's like with Gail being in the position in, in impact, um, as like the, the head of the women's division, it's like, I, I have no question, no second guesses, no hesitation that if, if I were to go to impact under Gail's leadership, like everything's going to be fine. Like there's no drama. I didn't want to deal with drama politics. Like I just, I, I, I just wanted to, if I was going to wrestle, I just wanted to wrestle and hang out with my friends. Um, and that place, I have a lot of friends. Um, I know that I would have a lot of like wrestling opportunities. Um, so it was a no brainer for me to finally just be like, listen, okay, I'm gonna give it one more try. Um, I, I, I don't want people to remember me as what I've done, you know, the past year or two like i want people to remember me as mia yim that uh i've had a decade worth of work under my belt before i had the whole thing happen um and i want people to remember that that like i'm not i'm not just a, a manager for a group or whatever like i can i can go too um so it was once i decided like okay yeah I'll, i'm gonna give i'm gonna give wrestling a try it was like Tell me and Gail, like, I, I know that at impact, I'm going to be okay. And so I far, love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that because, you know, you mentioned uh, all these things that are going through your head, you know, things aren't necessarily black or white. There's always like so much that goes into decision-making, et cetera. But you mentioned Gail Kim and, you know, she's obviously taken on a bigger role and she has made such an impact on <laughs> impact wrestling and, you know, just for women's wrestling as a whole. So to kind of have her, uh, you know, kind of be that, you know, that bridge where you can kind of say, Hey, you know what, there's an opportunity for me here at impact wrestling. So with that being said, said you kind of mentioned you know this thing about you know kind of feeling like a joke and all of that and now getting this opportunity where you're being heard and you're getting to uh you're getting to come up with stuff that you want to do um 
at what point did you kind of feel like, you know what, I need to finally get this out of my head that, you know, I was a joke and hey, now I'm really like focusing in on this and the future. And what do you want for the people to know about Mia Yim and who you are? Uh, and, you know, erase the memory of you said, like being seen as a quote unquote joke. Um, I, so my first match back was with Athena and it was like so emotional at the end where like, I just needed to have that match, not to do a bunch of crazy stuff or whatever, but just to have a match to get over that mental block of like, I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to go inside of a, like, I didn't even go train inside of a ring because I just, m my anxiety wouldn't let me. Um, so it was like a slow progress where okay I, I got through my first match okay now let's focus on like let me see if i can lead somebody still so then i had my match with janai kai which went great um and just talking to keith and gail and it was like okay i think you know i'm getting older um i don't move like i used to anymore but i'm like you know what i need to just i just need to get over it and i need to Either I, I continue or I don't. And if I continue, I have to go balls to the wall. Like I'm not, I don't like doing things half-assed. So it's like, if I'm going to keep doing it, like if there's an opportunity that comes, I'm going to take it and make something of it. Um, so it wasn't until like, <sighs> I, I know I bust Shelton's balls all the time, but him and Keith and even like Ali, um, like I got, a, I had a lot of support and even Shelton was just like, don't, don't let them define you go, like, go do what you're known to do. Um, so it was just having the support of others. I kind of pushing me, um, because if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't even be back. So, uh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a set match or anything. It was just having just everyone, even everyone that's still there from like Ollie, like, yo, you're a badass. Like you, you're a fucking badass. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're okay. <laughs> hey, I love the passion. And it's so like, that's why I, I, I want to, I you know, want to hear you out because I really, I like, I hear it in your voice and I see it where it's like, I almost feel like going right now with impact wrestling kind of feels like a, uh, I don't know even call it like a rebirth or, re yes. you know, you feel like rejuvenated to have this opportunity to kind of, you know, erase what you feel people saw about you. Like the perception you think people had of you, you're having this opportunity to like kind of erase that or you know rewrite it rather mm -hmm. rewrite it in your own way so with that being said you know we're heading into slammiversary so i might as well jump in there too because uh slammiversary is coming up we got that on june 19th and and here's the thing about impact they keep making history over and over with the knockouts division and here we have this opportunity where we're getting the first ever queen of the mountain it's going to be tasha Steele's defending her impact knockouts championship against yourself against diana perrazzo Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace. Think about that list just within itself. Um, a lot of badass women there. And this is a really great opportunity. So with that being said, how do you feel getting this championship match already coming back to impact? And not only that, being part of a match like this, like the Queen of the Mountain. Um, it's It still blows my mind because I wasn't told that I was going to be a part of this match until like, 
a day or, or like a taping or two before it was announced. So my mindset, like always growing up, especially like with my dad, it's like you, you got to work for what you want. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm coming back, but I'm starting back from the bottom. Like I'm going to work my way up. Like it's fine. So when they said that, I was like, why, <laughs> why I'm just like, it's okay. We can, it's okay. Uh, but with the list of the women and a history making match and you know, every, I, I love ladders. Everyone knows that I love ladders. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to knock it out the park. We're going to do our thing. The, we, we get to do just about anything we want. Like nobody's telling us, no, you can't do that move because a guy is doing that move. It's like, <laughs> no, just go, go out and kill it. And I know that's exactly what we're going to do with the insane amount of talent in this match um, and ladders. I'm excited for it. I'm so excited for it. And how do you feel about the depth of the knockouts division? Because even just within just this match already, like the names that I mentioned, you know, Tasha Steeles, we really saw her going from like being part of a tag team and she was killing it in the tag team to now like being, you know, being the knockouts champion. Uh, you have Deanna Perrazzo, who herself has just had like tremendous uh, high work rate matches and became the face of the company of Impact Wrestling. And not just for the women, but for the men too. Uh, how do you feel? about all of that and seeing um what's basically going on with the knock going on with the knockouts division it's so it it's so awesome to see because like diana honestly with diana and seeing her success um ever since doing her own thing kind of inspired me to be like you know what like i can i can make myself again because like i've watched diana do it and like i've seen i was there when she went through hell and it was like, she's an inspiration. Um, Tasha, like me and Tasha's never had a singles match before, but we've always talked about wanting one. And like, I remember she was doing like, like extra work. And it was like, just sitting with her like, man, when we gonna have this match? Like, come on. And even like Alicia, I, I forgot, I have really bad memory, but Alicia was like, hey, remember when you were my tryout match for Impact? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it's so crazy how like, me and Chelsea are, are good friends. Like I'm friends with all these people, but all the people that like, I kind of, I forgot that I helped is like now doing their thing. And it's just so, so awesome to see that everyone is flourishing. And like Giselle, I've never, I've heard of her, but I've never met her until I went to my first tapings and we instantly became like this. And like Savannah, I've known her since she just started out in North Carolina as, you know, a baby. And it's like, one, I feel really old, but two, it's cool to just be around like my friends, but also people that like I've watched grow and now they are stars. It's really, really cool. It's really cool because what you see there is possibility. Like there's so much possibility and whatnot. So uh, I have one more question and then we'll move on to our lightning round game. Uh, my question for you, obviously, is going to have to be goals within wrestling. What do you feel is something that you still want to accomplish, especially right now, now that you're starting this new chapter with Impact Wrestling? Um, Man, that's a good question. As far as goals, I just want people to respect and understand that Mia Yim is what's a good word for it I'm trying I'm trying to word this correctly I just want people to know who I am and what I can do in the ring you know um my th that my range 
can can watch my range and see that I can do anything if given, you know, freedom to. <laughs> um, I love it. So I just, you know, like, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I, I want to retire at Impact. Like Impact has treated me so well thus far. They always have back in the day, like, I've done everything I wanted to when I first started wrestling that now I'm like, I just want to coming back and seeing the people that like I've helped with their tryout matches are now a part of impact, like the Chelsea and the and Alicia. I'm like, I want to continue to help the younger generations come up and um, teach them how, how it, how it goes. But I just, I just want to help the younger generations and be an inspiration for others. I love that. I was going to say, but you, you mentioned wanting to retire at Impact Wrestling. You don't like there's no time frame for that, right? Like that's not happening in the near future, is it? I, no. I don't have any. I don't have a time frame. I Good. Just... Okay. I was about to say, I was like, good. I was like, I don't want to hear like none of this, like a very, I mean, obviously I can't decide for you, but you know, I was like, wait, hold the phone there for a second. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm frame. so excited for you. Like to see you go out there and just like you said, kind of like go out there and experience this freedom and get to do this. So let's go ahead and jump into the lightning round game. I'm going to ask you just some random questions. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, question number one, what is your favorite place to visit in SoCal? Uh, let's see. My cousins. Yes. A uh, question number two. Who are your favorite wrestlers growing up? China Lita Gale. Awesome. What was your initial impression of your soon to be <laughs> husband, Keith Lee, when you first met? He just wants the goodies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't question take him serious until our first date. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Uh, question number four. If you could step into any video game, which would it be? Red Dead Redemption 2. Question number five. What are your top three favorite video games? Red Dead Redemption 2, um, Uncharted, and RimWorld. Question number six. How hard is it to maintain the blue hair? Um, Depends. My real hair or uh, a wig? Oh, I was gonna say, well, the blue, the blue, blue that you have. I don't know. <laughs> it looks great. Um, the wig is not as hard. My real hair is okay. harder, but I'm wearing a wig right now. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, question number seven. What are your favorite things about your pet? You you can hear it. Aw, I can uh, hear, I can hear him throughout the interview going like, mm, like a really soft groan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> question number eight. What's one thing outside of wrestling that you are obsessed with currently? Twitch. Yes. Question <laughs> nine. How many countries have you wrestled in? Uh, Japan, Ecuador, Canada, oh, Canada, UK, uh, Philippines. Awesome. <laughs> and last question. Question number 10. Describe yourself in three words or less. Real and uncut. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Awesome. There you go, Mia. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. It was really nice to chat with you. Uh, before we go, please feel free to plug in anything you'd like to plug in. Thank you. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Mia Yim. I also have a YouTube at Mia Yim Official. And on Twitch, I am Mia Yim Official as well. Um, also on Instagram, Mia Yim Official. We're all Mia Yim Officials. Um, but I spend way too much time on social media, so you could catch me just about anywhere. <laughs> same here, same here. <laughs>
Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for watching. I'm gonna post all of the links in the description box below. As always, do not miss Slammiversary on June 19th. Give this video a like, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.